This is Levi Brankman with the Wisdom for Business and Life podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. This podcast is produced by Invone. Invone is the marketplace for real estate equity. It's where everyday investors can invest in real estate. Go to www.invone.com. That's I-N-V-O-W-N.com. Invone stands for Invest and Own. It's a two-sided marketplace where real estate owners and sponsors can list their deals and investors can invest in those deals up to and including non-accredited investors. So again, this is the Wisdom for Business and Life podcast. I'm your host, Levy Brankman. This podcast is produced by Invone. The podcast today is about longevity, living a long life, and about aging, and about youth. In the common culture out there, young people are in many ways respected and venerated. Youth is something which gives one vitality. People want to stay forever young and have that vigor of youth. And as people get older in our society, it seems like we start to respect them less. It seems like older people are not as valued as younger people. In the workplace, it's true that young people get paid less, and then at a certain age, people start getting paid more. But then as people start hitting their 50s and 60s and certainly 70s and 80s, it seems like society has less use for them. And it becomes a real dilemma for a lot of people because people are seeking jobs, people are seeking purpose in life, people are seeking legacy and it becomes very difficult as one gets older because a lot of those opportunities that were available to them when they were younger are no longer available to them and therefore a lot of people are seeking as they get older to maintain their youth and people spend a lot of money on plastic surgery on different types of creams and ointments and different kind of routines in order to maintain their youth whether it's uh, it's not an exaggeration to say that inbuilt within Western society is a form of ageism, which is that older people are discriminated against compared to younger people. Now, the irony here is that unlike racism, where if you're a member of one race, you're never going to end up being a member of another race, youth is something which doesn't last forever. Everyone hopefully gets old. So it's kind of this kind of perplexing thing why somehow we venerate youth when everyone's going to get old eventually and i think there are some people who don't think they're going to get old they think they're going to beat it and somehow celebrities and actors and actresses who look forever young those people are well they've got this fountain of youth that goes on and on forever as a matter of fact they're probably paying huge amounts of money to maintain what looks like that fountain of youth certainly older people are no longer as valued or as respected as they used to be once upon a time. But my view of this is that this is backwards. Really, with age, one gains wisdom, one gains experience, and that wisdom and experience is incredibly valuable. With youth, one makes a lot of mistakes. As one gets older, one hopefully learns from those mistakes, and one gets better at things, and one gains more knowledge. So, really, age and people who are older should be more respected and one should seek them out for their advice rather than the veneration of youth that we see today. What's really interesting is that I recently read a book by a lady called Becca Levy. She's a um, professor 
at Yale University. The book is called Breaking the Age Code. And in this book, she argues that the way we think about aging actually is, in many ways, a self-fulfilling prophecy. The way you think about aging is how you're going to age. And if you think that older people aren't as valuable as younger people, then you will age more quickly and you're actually your longevity is at stake. You will die younger than if you believe that older people are more valuable. Our society, in the West at least, trains us to think that older people are less valuable. One of the examples she gives here is this idea of a senior moment. And people say when they forget something or something which they ought to remember doesn't immediately come to mind, they say, oh, I had a senior moment. And she actually traces back to when this idea of a senior moment came into being. And it's a relatively recent concept. It's not like people previously didn't have senior moments, so to speak. It's just that the idea of this moment of forgetfulness becoming associated with being senior or older is new. Young people can also forget things. One might argue that young people can even be potentially more forgetful than older people. And who knows whether the fact that older people may forget things has anything to do with age. Maybe it's to do with the fact that we have more things on our mind as we get older. But the reality is that this idea of being forgetful, of forgetting things, is associated today in the West with being older. Without much evidence to show that older people forget things more than younger people. And this is part of what she argues is perpetuating this idea that older people somehow diminish their abilities as they get older versus younger people who have more vigor and have more and greater abilities. It's not necessarily true. But the more we think about it that way, the more as we get older, the more that will actually happen and we will become more diminished. And part of, you know, when you're younger, you're more active. And when you're older, you may be less active. But that might not have to do with age. That might just have to do with the stage you are in life. As you get older, you don't need to work as hard. You've already made someone. You get more comfortable. You don't no longer have the same need to be as ambitious because you don't have to build yourself up. And then, you know, you already have all of that. So you can get fat and lazy. That might have nothing to do with age. There are a lot of young people who are not motivated, who are also very unhealthy and also can have forgetfulness, etc. But it seems to be that as people get older, maybe they're no longer as motivated because they have already achieved something and they have money and they have a certain sense of comfort and therefore they no longer have to strive. Striving is a good thing. People, as they get older, stopping to strive that's not necessarily such a good thing. But again, it's not age per se. It's to do with maybe, you know, stage in life or one the way one thinks about it. If you think as you get older, you still want to strive. You still want to achieve things. You constantly have a purpose in life. You're constantly moving forward. You have a goal you're trying to achieve. It could be the goals change. Maybe as you, when you're younger, the goal is money. But as you start to make some money, your goal is no longer money, perhaps. Maybe now your goal is to achieve other kinds of things. You know, I personally have never been motivated by money. It's never been a motivation for me. Um, I've always been motivated by achieving other types of things, whether they are uh, achievements, academic-type achievements, and gaining certain types of knowledge and expertise, whether it's yeah, knowledge and making a change in something which I feel needs to change in the world for the betterment of others, or perhaps teaching things to other people. I was a teacher for a while, uh, ran a youth organization. Now I want to make 
uh, opportunity uh, and wealth creation available to many more people. But all these things, they're achievements. They're not related to money. Now, yes, I've also been blessed to have been able to make some money along the way, but that's not the goal. And these types of achievements are never going to change for me. I'm constantly going to have a goal, which I strive for every single day. I'll never stop. Nothing to do with age. My goals will change. My ambitions will change. The types of things I will pursue will change. But the fact is that I will constantly have goals in which I strive for. Older people need to have goals that they strive for. When people retire, it's interesting. The number one activity that they add to their list of things to do every single day more than any other and they t spend time on more than any other thing they spend time on is watching TV. People, unfortunately, what they do is when they retire, they don't have a purpose. I recently met somebody, and this is actually rather sad. He worked his entire career on building a business, and he sold his business for multiples of millions of dollars. He was very happy he sold his business. But then he woke up the next morning, couldn't get out of bed. Can you imagine that? He woke up the next morning, couldn't get out of bed. Every single day he gets out of bed. The guy's a multimillionaire, but every single day he struggles to get out of bed. Why? Because he doesn't have that purpose in his life. He doesn't know what the next stage is going to be. And that is a huge struggle for him. He's a guy in his late 50s, early 60s, and he can't get out of bed in the morning because he's got no reason to get out of bed. But he has all this money, but he doesn't have a goal. So older people, older people sometimes what besets on them is this concept that they not they don't have purpose. They don't have a reason to make money, especially if they've made a lot of money. And therefore, if they don't have a family to support any longer, they don't have a reason to make money because they've already made a lot of money, what are they doing with their life? Well, that's why higher purpose is so important. But the concept is that it's aging has got nothing to do with the fact that people are less valuable or more valuable or people have more or less vigor. It's got to do with a mindset. It's got to do with a mindset. And that's what Becca Levy shows in her book. It's got to do with a mindset. And how you think about aging and how you think about your stages in life is going to have a huge impact on actually how you age. Old people do not have less value than younger people. Younger people are not intrinsically somehow better or more capable or, more st or stronger than older people. They're just not. It's just that unfortunately in our society, the way we've put this, is that um, younger people are seen as stronger or better in some kind of way and older people are seen as less valuable. Big mistake because older people actually have a lot of wisdom to impart. They have experience. They've made their mistakes, hopefully learned from it. Well, you also have, you know, stupid old people. You do. That exists. Uh, unfortunately, you've got a lot of stupid younger people as well. Um, not to be pejorative of the fact, but there are a lot of people who just are you know, just haven't learned from their mistakes and they continue to make dumb mistakes. But that's not what I'm talking about. There are a lot of people as they get older, they have wisdom and you can learn from them. And that is incredibly valuable. Actually, that is the topic of this podcast. Wisdom for business and life. Wisdom. Wisdom is something which is in shorter supply when it comes to younger people and in much greater supply when it comes to older people. And wisdom is incredibly valuable. So, that is the first thing. And the other thing I want to talk about is longevity in general. Because <laughs> there is this other thing which goes on in our society, which kind of tells us that living longer is actually incredibly valuable. And, you know, no one wants to die. As a matter of fact, uh, one might argue that um, 
humans strive to beat death. Everything we do as humans is to try and beat death. Because what death really means is like game over. It's the complete annihilation of self. Complete annihilation of self. Not only are you no longer important, but you, you're no longer here. You don't show up at all. Not only does no one take notice of you, but you're not around for anyone to take notice of. Yeah, I, I, my son is learning to drive, and I took him for a, you know, as, as the first few times before I didn't want to take him out on the road. So I took him to somewhere very, very quiet and close to our house is a cemetery. So I took him to drive around the cemetery. And so we spent some time driving around the cemetery and talking about the cemetery. And the fact is that, you know, there's made kind of a joke, maybe an off-color joke somewhat. But we said, you know, the good thing about learning to drive around the cemetery is that there's no one to kill it because all the people are already dead. I'm not saying that's a good joke, but it's not really a, a joke. In, in a sense, it's true because, you know, he can't really hurt anyone there. But the idea here is that death is so final. You're in the ground, six feet under. At best, you have some kind of monument on top. If you made a lot of money, you might have a bigger monument. Monument. If you made less money, you'll have a smaller monument. But that's all it really is. That's what life ends up as. And therefore, people have always tried to beat death. Some people argue that nationalism is a way to beat death. Religion is a way to beat death. Some people think that making a lot of money, building a big company, that's a way to build to beat death because you have something which outlives you, so to speak. Today, with technology, a lot of people would like to beat death literally. And interestingly enough, I was uh, recently uh, at a conference and I met somebody who said that based on technology and how it's going to, uh, how it's developing, he was of the opinion that we could live till we're 200. Now, I take that with a very, very large pinch of salt because. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen in the future, and maybe humans will live till 200. But there's a key question here, which is much more important than whether we're going to live till 200 or not, and that is, do we really want to live till 200? So age, getting older, that's incredibly valuable. That's true. I agree with that. Older people are still valued, actually in many ways more valuable than younger people, and we need to change our mindset and recognize that with age comes experience, comes wisdom, and once you continue Focusing on purpose, continue focusing on goals. As one ages, the goals can change, true, but one, continue, one continuously needs to have goals as one gets older, and those you know, goals should get bigger, not get smaller. So that's true. But the question is, what about how long should we live? Is living a very long time with a desire to live forever, is that a good thing? Should we really want to live forever? And so... And that really takes us back to a really fundamental human question, which is, what's the point of life in general? What's the purpose of life? Not just what's the purpose of our life, but what's the purpose of life, of living in general? And it's interesting because I, I, I looked into some of the ancient books which kind of describe this. And as a ancient or, or medieval Jewish philosopher, I mentioned on this podcast from time to time, he talks about that life is actually um, only a stepping stone. And this is a concept which is found in ancient teachings, not one that I necessarily ascribe to personally, but it's one which is worth talking about anyway. And that is that life is actually not a thing in, in and of itself which one should 
cherish necessarily. It's only valuable as a stepping stone to get to the next level. And the next level, according to this thought, is that there's an afterlife. So you live this life, and if you live it really well, this is stage one. And then when you die, there's stage two. There's an afterlife, which you can get to. And living uh, this world really well uh, is, is allows you to get to stage two. And stage two is the afterlife. Now, uh, I, let's leave whether that is true or not on the side for a moment. Because who knows? You know, is there an afterlife? Well, no one's come back from it. No one's told us that it exists. So it's really... Uh, an article of belief. Some people believe in an afterlife. Other people do not. Let's leave that for aside for a moment, whether it's true or not true. But the concept that somehow there's something bigger to life, which is not associated with continuing to live in this world, is a very powerful concept. In other words, having something which should exist after one ceases to be in this world it is a really important concept so if you think about this that if all there is is this world and there is nothing else besides the world that we live in then yes you want to live forever because there's nothing which remains afterwards but if your life is full of purpose and that purpose doesn't have to be necessarily to be in the next world but it's that's you are living a life for something which is greater than the life itself that's the concept. You're living life for something which is greater than life itself. And if you are, it doesn't matter if you die because that thing still lives on. You've done something and you've achieved something which is bigger than just your life. It's this kind of serving of something greater than self, something greater than one's own life, something which therefore lives on after oneself, which is really powerful. So, the people who want to live forever in some ways, those are people who the only thing that exists really is them and their life. And if them and their life cease to exist, then it's all over. It's final. It's done forever. But for those people who life is bigger than themselves, they're serving something, whether it's a creator, whether it's for an afterlife, or whether it's humanity, whether it's adding to a body of knowledge an academic achievement whatever it is they are serving something which is greater than life itself for those people i would argue dying is not such a tragic thing because they've achieved something which will transcend their own life it is the people who their life is all that exists that want to live forever so I think it has this, the idea of wanting to live forever in our human form is actually a symptom of not living the kind of purposeful life which serves something much bigger than oneself and one's own life in the here and now. That therefore one is afraid of death and one wants to live forever. So that's the wisdom for today. Um, this is being Levy Brackman with the Wisdom for Business and Life podcast. And thank you so much for listening. And um, this has been produced by Invone. Invone is a marketplace for real estate equity where anyone can invest in real estate and anyone who wants to own real estate can raise money for any real estate deal that they have, including homeowners. And um, till next time, have a wonderful day.